All right, this will be, uh, this is Orfeo on Tuesday, April 26th, um, chatting with Javier uh, Romero, um, who is with Pazo de Senorens. How do you say it? Senorens. Senorens. Pazo de Senorens. Okay, great. Uh, take one. Hey, this is Christopher Chan, your host of Happy Hour Radio, and I'm pleased to be in downtown Seattle for part of our In the Vineyard series. I'm at the restaurant Orfeo on 3rd Avenue, and uh, we're at an Albarino tasting hosted by the uh, Ria Spicious folks. Came in from Spain, and uh, I had the pleasure of uh, chatting with Javier Romero, who is with Pazo de Senorans, um, one of the producers of Albarino in the uh, Galicia area of Spain. So, Javier, welcome to Happy Hour. Uh, thank you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, so tell us about um, Paso de Senorans. Okay, Paso de Senorans is one of the most representative uh, wineries from the Appalachian Royal Spices in Galicia. It's kind of a boutique winery, it's a family business, and our aim is show the world the greatest things about the Albariño grape. We are totally in love about the Albariño grape. We think it has uh, the best things to become one of the best white varieties in the world because his natural acidity, his natural alcohol degree, and his aromatic is uh, medium high. So it has everything to work with, to play with, and enjoy with. <laughs> Excellent. Well, um, we're talking about the white grape, the Albariño grape, which is found in the Galicia region, Rio Spices region of Spain, which is the upper left-hand corner um, right above Portugal. Tell us about the particular uh, climate and terroir of uh, Rias Baixas. Okay, Rias Baixas, we are really close uh, to the Atlantic Ocean, so it's really close, so this is kind of a, a big influence of the Atlantic. Uh, about the, the weather, we are in the green Spain, so it's the most uh, similar to what uh, Seattle, Seattle it is. <laughs> Pacific Northwest, everything's green, got it. Exactly, so that means that it has a really high pluviometry, so it rains a lot. And about the terroir, it's one of the things that make the place uh, special. So there's only a few places on uh, where they grow wines that they have a soil, a granite soil, and uh, it's soil and that's the sand that comes from the decomposition of that soil. And then we can find that in the minerality of the wines. Interesting. So what we're saying is that it's a very wet climate. It's uh, a coastal, uh, coastal ocean influence and um, your, the soil is unique here because it's it's basically decayed granite, right? You can break it down. Exactly. So there is a very poor uh, organic uh, fill on the top. It then then is sand that is sand that comes from the decomposition of the granite. And in the deeper area, you can find the big granite rocks. There are the ones that are going to keep the water. So, but all the things that are above the big roads are just sand that comes from the decomposition of the granite. And how old is this uh, particular wine? making region and how many centuries ago did they start uh, farming? Okay, this is uh, some historical, probably there are be before Romans there were already their vines in, in Galicia uh, it's, it's, it's a historical thing and even long time ago there was the, the variety Albarino was related with another uh, from Rhin or J 
German and all that. But right now, with the DNA, DNA studies, right, DNA, yeah. Okay, uh, we know that the Albarino was there before, much before the no, okay. uh, the Germans <laughs> bring another varieties and all that. So uh, I think it's right. Albarino, the yes. term means from the Rhine region of Germany, and so they were thinking it's relative to the Riesling grape, but uh, but it's not. It's, it's, it's there not. before that, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very cool. Um, let's talk about the style of wine, and typically Albarino is, of course, it's a white wine. What do people look for in a good Albarino? Okay, one of the things that the people is looking for in an Albarino, or uh, uh, especially in the white wines, when the people are serving an Albarino right now, I think they are expecting some nice, crispy, acidity, fresh wine to drink and drink stand-up with some seafood and all that. That's very good, but Albarino is more than that. Uh, so that's one of the of the points the, the winery was always working on that because long time ago even in, in the private homes in Galicia the wine was consumed like two years later of the harvesting not as, as young as we used to consume right now so it's very interesting okay nice crispy nice acidity fruit wine with a bigger uh, mouth structure because the acidity but just because the Albarino has all these potential things when you age the wine, even age it without oak, you get more complex wine, big structure, and really enjoyable wines for more sophisticated foods, meat, sciatic, and all that. It's, it's quite a big surprise. Uh, taste all Albariños. Sure. So the, the fruit profile is truly a more crisp apple and stone fruit, um, white peach. We talk about citrus. And this is because of the uh, the ocean influence, right? It's a little cooler area, but you still get some nice sun. Exactly. It's, it's, uh, like you say before, we have in the Atlantic, it's an Atlantic area, but we have a microclimate. And what's one of the reasons? Because the Albarino grows so well. And it's, it's, it's curious because in the same area, all the citrus tree grow really nice. Being in the Atlantic area, we have lemon trees, we have orange trees, even the kiwi is very popular in, Interesting. in the What's area. What's the parallel down there? It's 42. 42. 40 second parallel. 40 second, okay, yeah. so that's kind of like San Diego, I think. Uh, yeah. San Francisco, it's, it's, it's San Diego. Second, a little higher than that. Yeah. All right, very I think good. It's a little down than Portland. <laughs> All right, got it. Um, so, interesting about the uh, vine training. There's a very specific style of vine training here in the Rio Spicious area. Talk about that. Yeah, it's historically, the 95% of the of the vines are on, on what we call pergola system. Pergola. Uh, pergola is uh, semparrado. It's an overhead, uh, right? Overhead, yeah, it's around like two meters, uh, two meters uh, from the from, from the ground. From the ground, and, and it makes sense. You know, there is a lot of theories about that. The, the people who's been doing that growing system for thousands of years, so I think they probably have a sense. For me, it's very interesting because it's a way to protect the branches from the raining, due yep, to floration, yep, right? And like the albariño is very, is, is a very uh, uh, vigorous plant, so in this way you have a very big leaf surface to feed such a big plant. So I think there are two important points. And then there's another point that Galicia is uh, very small slots, so it's a way to optimize the ground too, because you can grow albarino up there and you can keep the, the, the chickens or even have oh, a table or right. there underneath. So, so it keeps space available for yeah. uh, the livestock and also for, um, well, everyone has their plot, you're able to actually create a ceiling of grapes and then below you can uh, have lunch and, and enjoy the chickens and pigs. Exactly. Uh, well, let's taste some wine here. Let's uh, let's taste. 
what's the first wine you want to taste with me? Okay, right now we are going to taste the 2015. 2015 is the new vintage. It's going to be in the market uh, probably. It's not, right now it's traveling. <laughs> it's, on the, it's on the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> All right, it's traveling. It's, it's en route. Here we it's go. Exactly. So we've got some suitcase, uh, we'll call them suitcase bottles here uh, exactly. to taste. So this is called Pazo Senorans. Pazo de Senorans is the name of the property and the name of the Pazo is like a chateau. It's, it's, the, it's the Galician name for the chateaus. It's, it's a house for the 16th century. So that gives the name to our wine, uh, Pazo de Senorans. This is a 2015. It's the classic concept of within there is an Albariño, but always looking for big structures in the mouth and with the aging capacity. That's one of the reasons because we keep all our wines on the list. This wine has been on the list five months. Wow. And everything's stainless steel. It's very nice and clean, nice and crisp. Of course, we have medium plus acidity, uh, green apple, green pear, a splash of citrus. And the least certainly comes on the finish with a little bit of creaminess on the palate. Uh, the acid is nice and round. Um, uh, what do these wines run? I'm, I'm typically, they're under $20. Where are we at? Uh, yeah, we are not one of the cheapest of the Appalachian. We are, uh, okay, we try to do the things uh, at our best. So we are not the, the cheapest one. But this one is around $25. All right. So Excellent. It's, it's a nice value. And when was uh, Pazo Senorans, uh, the winery, established? Okay, the first, the first vintage that was in the market, uh, established was in 89, and the first vintage we sell into the market was in 90, 92, I think. Okay, and you, did you um, assume new vine uh, older vineyards? You, you bought vineyards, or did you plant? Yeah, the, the property was bought in the 70s. It was it's already, uh, the property was in a total ruin, so it was a big work of rebuilding all the property from the 16th century, there were already uh, Albariño vines there, so we, that, and the, the cellar of the house was huge, you know, for being a private, so uh, Pasa Senoras started to grow in the, to grow the, to make their own wines, the wines that were in the property, and then we changed those citrus, those kiwis, and all that for more Albariño. And um, <laughs> when you think about winemakers, obviously this is a Spanish winemaker, or is this something international? No, it's a, it's a Spanish winemaker, the winemakers is working with us, uh, for more than 25 years, uh, it's, it's just uh, total focus on the on the on the winery, and I think that's one of the points because we are investigating so hard you know, for so many years. Okay, and you're a proponent. I, we have one of our guests here, Richard from Champion Cellars, is uh, chuckling and enjoying the, the delicious white Albarino 2015. Now you have a special wine. You believe that Albarino can really have longevity? Yes, it is. It's like we talked before. It has nice acidity. It has a really nice dry extract, and that dry extract, the contact with the leaves, made really nice all wines, even without using oak, because when we use oak, the oak gets more uh, importance to the grape, but for us the most important is so the capacity of the grape and the typicity. So we try to get with the least what other people get with the oak. So right now we have in the market a 2008, but it's a wine that... 2008? Yeah, without oak. And it's a baby. So it's a wine that you can keep in your home on the bottle, uh, aging for more than 15 years. It's going to get better and better. 
Okay, well, I'm curious about this because, you know, we taste a lot of white wines in my sommelier group, and obviously when we're tasting vintage wines, um, or wines with five or plus more years, we tend to get more of an oxidative style. I mean, thanks to just natural bottle age and conditioning. Um, what do you expect from, from an Albarino with this many years on it? This is a 2008. Okay, the color doesn't change that much because the Albarino grape is not very oxidative, and we take a lot of care about all the process on the winery. In fact, we inerticide all the process and all the tankers. So uh, what we try is the wine is not in contact with it until you put it in your glass. So in the color you're going to see it's just one point a little darker than the other, but it's, it's, if you make a fast view, you don't say that it's a eight years old wine at all. Right. No. <laughs> um, it's still very vibrant, um, just a, a very golden pearl, um, very luminescent, and uh, the mouth, the, the acid is nice and crisp, the fruit is fresh. I think you get some complexity on the finish due to the age. And that's exactly, uh, sometimes when I, you give this wine to people who is not in the, in the wine world, it's, it's funny because they say, okay, this is the sweet one. Uh, why? Because yeah. even having more acidity, because it's a wine with a higher acidity, because it's, it's made just to have a longer life, this acidity is totally uh, rounder, with, uh, so it looks like it's sweeter. Uh, and the uh, people, the right, first, less the, sharp the first, acid, yeah. The first sensation of the, of the people with the wine is, is sweeter than the regular wine. It's not sweeter, but the acidity and the, and the wine that will be together for eight years, so right now it's, it's a whole thing. <laughs> uh, it's quite delicious. It's really very satisfying. It, it has um, a great moderate weight to it, but it's polished, and uh, obviously the complexity on the finish is delicious. Um, still very bright, and it's quite interesting to taste, you know, a wine with this, a white wine with this much age, out not being Chablis or white Burgundy. Um, really fantastic. Uh, how do we find your website or your your winery? Okay, uh, the winery here we are represented in the uh, in Seattle with AMB distributor, but we are part of the Eric European Sellers Eric Solomon Selection Portfolio, and then we have our web is three uh, W's Path of the Senorans.com, where you can find us and see the our products, testing notes, or you can or even visits. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, uh, Javier Romero with Paso de Senorans, uh, thank you so much for sharing this beautiful Albarino and the 2008 Albarino uh, here on Happy Hour Radio. Thank you for talking to us. Thank you very much. Perfect. Muchas gracias.